So just settle. Go home on the inside. If when you settle, you hit a bed of anxiety, that's okay. Just drop beneath that. And if you don't drop, don't be bothered about it. Wherever you land, you land. The thing is to be okay with it. You're not looking for anything. There's nothing to find. There's no big hallelujah, I've got it. And if that comes, be sure to know that you didn't get it. But somehow, maybe there's a peace inside. Maybe there's something that's not searching. Maybe there's just something that's been okay with it all, all the while. And that's as good as it gets. But mind will want fireworks and great experience. And nope. That belongs to the world that brings experiences and good comes with the bad and suffering comes with the joy. And that's that package. But satsang is when, you know, when you kind of see, hmm, there's something more, there's something more. It's not about the world out there. But there, it, the kind of richness we find in experiences isn't the richness that you're going to find that you are, that you might or might not recognize as the stillness inside. It's not rich in the way the outside world is. But it happens to run no desires. So there's no feeling that you're unfulfilled. It happens to not know anxiety. So there then is something kind of at peace. It's not striving, so it's complete. It's more the absence of those things. But the mind says, ah, but there's nothing there. And it's like, yeah, there's nothing there. There's nothing there. Sure, there's nothing there. And for some, that brings up a whole load of fear. I'm not, I'm not. I don't want to go to where there's nothing. Give me a distraction. But the fear of nothing is based on nothing. It's a fear. It's a fear. It's not even attached to a story. It's only just a story you make up. It's okay to have nothing going on. Just nothing happening. Only what you are rests in the, the deepest part that you can kind of drop into. What you are not is all the other stuff. But somehow, and this might give your mind a bit of a loop, but somehow all of this, all of creation, comes out of the stillness of what you are and it goes back into it. And it's just one movement of energy. That's all. Appearing as creation and going back in. That's all. Nothing is lost. Nothing is gained. It's 
just moving from one form to another. That's all. But the mind says, no, no, I'm a particle of that energy. I'm a little particle and I've got something to do and some place to go in order to find out that I'm all of it. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. But when mind is still, or even if it's possible to kind of trick the mind to have nothing going on, then somehow it can be seen that you are all of it. Somehow it's there. Somehow it just kind of, oh, 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 okay. None of this this is actually separate to any of it. It's all just one big link. And it's not a huge eureka. It's just a seeing. But the mind places things to be achieved, goals up on a pedestal. Up high there and we'll, we'll, we'll go for that. And liberation or enlightenment or self-realization has been put up there as well. It doesn't belong there. It doesn't belong there. There's no road that's going to take you to what you are. You can do things to realize what you are, but you're it already. So if mind has to do a catch-up to realize what you are, it's going to do it. If you're sitting in satsang, it's happening anyway. But the very tenacity of wanting to get there is enough to keep your mind occupied so that it's not seen to be what you are. So you can read all the spiritual books, you can do all the spiritual mantras, you can do, you can do, you can do, you can do. It's fine. Do that. But you're just experiencing life in another way. You're just having more experiences. What we're talking about is beyond experiences. As long as there is a sense that you can experience, there are two. There's me having an experience. You can't experience something unless you're separate from it. There must be a before, a having the experience, and an after the experience, in order to say, I had an experience. So it's in contrast to when I didn't have it. You have to have two to have an experience. So experiencing as an individual is going to go. So how can you experience enlightenment then? You see? But the spiritual search will make you want it, want it, want it, because somehow we think it's an experience because of all of creation is about experiencing. Everything. It's all about experiencing. This one you can't experience. When the you stops looking for something, when the you is just not plugged into the world anymore, somehow it's seen that you are all of it. And you are prior to all of it. And you are beyond all of it. And what you are actually knows nothing about all of this. If what you were knew about creation, there would be two. There would be you knowing something. We've got two again. And there isn't two. And there isn't even one. If there was one, there would be two. Because there's one glass there. Now there's two, because there's one saying that there's one. You have to have two to say there's one. There isn't even one. There isn't even one. So if you're still with me, this must be an appearance. Creation must be an appearance. 
It can't be real, because if it was real, then two would be real. And there would be nothing beyond duality. There's nothing phenomenal beyond duality. But you are beyond duality. Seems to be the end of that. <laughs> okay, how are you doing? Anybody want to ask a question into this fantastic apparatus? It's a magic wand. Yeah. It was a chopstick very recently. It's now a magic wand. <laughs> That's reincarnation, huh? <laughs> Changing food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Can you elaborate about experience? Okay. Yeah, can you can can talk to me about what makes sense to you or uh, reading your book in the section where you were talking about therapists, and that was just mind, healing mind. Yes. Um, you made a comment about, it sounded like it's the path of self-inquiry, or it's the path of experience. Yes. Yes, so would you elaborate about that? Yes. So the self-inquiry... Okay, need to pass this back. Just hang on. Oh, hold, on hold on for a second. Yeah, just in case you might want to engage again. Do you want to hang on? Because there's a mic you. here for me. <laughs> Have you one, Dave? Yep, I've got a mic here. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. By the path of self-inquiry, as we say in Ireland. <laughs> I know the pronunciation is different. If I'm talking too fast, tell me, because I know the, the accent can be a problem. This self-inquiry is about finding out what you really are. Mm. And you won't arrive at anything. You'll arrive at that which is beyond thought. So, everything else is part of experiencing. Everything else is, is in the world and of the world. And it's not to be dismissed in any way. It's beautiful. It's, gosh, it's the chance to play. It's the chance to imagine you're a human being. And, you know, it's kind of a dangerous sport. Like, the, you know, the good comes with the bad. You might get lucky and you might not. And it can be really rough or it can be a blessing. And life can just randomly go whichever way. Pretty much. That can be argued, but pretty much. So within the role of, of establishing all the capabilities of being human, the healing industry plays a huge role. Because it's about shifting your thinking. And in that shifting of thinking, it helps mind to become unlimited. So it actually plays a very important role for many prior to inquiring about what the real meaning of everything is. Because it helps you to see, whoa, I just thought like that because my mother thought like that. And these little eurekas are hugely important to see that it's just how you think. Until it's like, this actually exists because I think it exists. It can get that wide. So the healing world has, has a, a, it, you know, it's, it's got its place. 
it's like, you know, if, if the whole experience of life was, was a brick wall, there would be a brick here that's got to do with the healing industry and here and here and here. It comes in in many facets. Because, and, and it's important because it makes the ego whole. It makes us feel that we're, you know, we're okay. We're okay. And, and healing modalities can do that. Can do the opposite. But generally the intention is that they do that. And when there is a sense of coming to wholeness, that's, that's when you tend to get sucked towards that which is beyond what you thought you were. For most, there tends to be a maturing of mind where you arrive at a point that, you know, I'm okay. Actually, I'm all right. There's some stuff, but I'm all right. I can cope. I can function. I can, you know? So at that point, generally, satsang tends to kick in because it's like, okay, and now what? I kind of got a place in the world and it's all, it's still tickety-boo. But beyond that, and something will keep pulling. Very few get to rest and hang out and have a beautiful life, you know, once they got it together. Very few. Long may it last if someone here is at that phase of like, yeah, life is great, I don't want to upset it. But if you're on that side, oops. <laughs> the internal will certainly shift. And the outside doesn't mean so much. So, so self-inquiry is when it's all over. When the show is over. When nothing on the outside world pulls you. When you know that, that, that anything that you heal is just presented by mind, and mind will keep presenting the next issue and the next issue and the next issue. And at a certain point, mind will keep doing that. It's the function of mind to keep the show going. The personal I going. So, in the end, at a certain point, it can be seen that all healing, all therapy will end up perpetuating the I story. Because no matter what therapy you go for, I am the center of my world if I'm paying a therapist. This is about me, my time, my, 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 my story. And we're very attached to it. And we build it and we construct it and do, 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 and look at it another way. And it's part of the play. It's part of the play. It's part of creation. It's got nothing to do with self-inquiry. Nothing. Make sense? What do you think of that? Oh, I loved it. <laughs> it's okay. a wonderful explanation. Yeah. And I'm still wanting to talk about the word experience. Yes. So, yes. How is experience held from a place of non-experience? Yes. Right. I, seemed... I don't know how to language this. Yes. Sh sure. Language will always catch us. So, yeah, that's that's just the problem. Language is dualistic. What happens in knowing what you are is that there is no me, my. There is no ownership anymore. It's like a layer gets taken out. So if there's no me, my, because there's no personal anything, without ownership, there is no my experience. So the experience exists. It is observed, but is not yeah. run with, made a story. It's just observed. Absolutely. It's just passing like breathing. We don't meet each other in the store and say, hey, I breathe it just out there and then I breathe it in the car and I, you know the way certain things happen and we just don't talk about them. They don't, they don't warrant the story criteria. And it's like that. No experience warrants a story criteria. Because they're not happening to me. There isn't a me who was impacted by it, who wanted it, who had a, a, a fallout afterwards. No story. Without the me, 
experience as just an insignificant happening, like every happening. They're all equally, equally significant or insignificant. Car crash or breathing, they're equally insignificant or significant. But they don't get graded or rated because there's no personal sense that is impacted in any way. So they get enjoyed and allowed. Yeah, and not, not even that much connection. Even a bit less than that. Do you know? Um, but yeah, it's along that track, but it's even a bit less, uh, more hazy. Do you know? They're al like, if they were being allowed, maybe it's just a language thing, if they were being allowed, then there might be somebody who was allowing it. It's not even that I allow the experience. It's just, it all just seems to be happening. Do you know? It just appears to be happening. There isn't even an allowing. There isn't even an enjoying. But joy arises from what you are. And when mind was active in this form, it felt like I enjoyed a pint of Guinness. And I didn't enjoy orange juice, for example. But, but when the preferences go, there is joy. Sometimes there might be Geez, sometimes there might be coffee because I don't drink Guinness or orange juice, actually, <laughs> if I go into present day. So, so whatever there is out there, a taste might like it or might not like it. But, you know, there's a kind of a, I don't mind about it. So what there is, is there's always a joy. There's always this kind of aroma of joy coming from the stillness. And for sure... When mind was active, I thought that that joy was as a result of the outside. And I accredited it to a pint of Guinness. But it wasn't. Joy arises naturally. When mind is quiet and there's nothing going on, there's some kind of thing, exquisite thing that just comes up naturally. So when you know that it's not that the outside world is only an appearance, the joy is just seen, well, yeah, there's always joy arising. The outside world, that's got nothing to do with this joy. But when we're in the outside world, for sure, the enjoyment is because of this, because we're out there in order to go back in to feel the joy. Mind makes it complex. So experiencing happens, but not noted. Because joy is what is, is I suppose if there is a, an experience, it's joy. But it's more what you are. It's kind of like prior to you experiencing it. It's more what you are. I understand. Yeah. I have that at home. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Stay there. Keep your attention there. Even prior to that which arises. From where it arises from, keep your attention there. Thank you. Yeah. Were you saying that um, there's a, a sequence of finding a, a comfortable place for the eye um, before you let go and go beneath that? Is that what you were saying? So yes. you need, there's a place. Of, mm -hmm. There is. And it's called the I am or the observer. Um, it's a relaxed state. It's, it's pretty nice. It's okay. You, you have a perspective on the world. And you can do that with your mind. You can train yourself to observe and to kind of go inside. You can do that much. 
when, when, um, for most, when a lot of time is spent in that place, what's not happening is the, the, the neurological pathways to going into all about me, my story, my story, my, my experience. When that connection with the world isn't very active, then the neurological pathways, they get rusty. They just don't get used anymore. So brain stops functioning in that way. And so when that energy is not used so much, those pathways are not used, and observer is the mode that you're in, these get burnt up. When they get burnt up, you lose the ability to identify with the outside world, and it's called self-realization. Because there's a physiological thing that happens. Because you just lose that ability to have that all about me. You see? So the state of, um, as, as an observer is, again, prior to this, what, the, what you were just describing as this non-connection. Does that make sense? The, the, the state of observer? The state of observer is... It's after, no? It's, it's, kind of, it's kind of into the movie a bit. It's into the appearance a bit, isn't it? No? Well, what you were just previously discussing about, you know, there not being a, a, a connection. Yes. Um, that is not the place of the observer. That is a, really another yes. place you're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yes. That's it. That's it. Okay. Yeah. And glimpse of, glimpses of it come all the time and in deep sleep. Mm -hmm. That's what's going on. Mm -hmm. um, but, but, but mm, you know, deep sleep isn't much good because functioning happens and deep sleep just turns out to be a state, you know? When you wake up, you see it as a state. So, but it's that space of what you are is so familiar that you have to do it every night. Do you know? There's a going home every night. But you can't make yourself go into deep sleep. But identifying with thought stops, and it's there. So you can go to that I am, but yep, it's deeper. It's deeper. What you are is beyond all of it. All of it that can be named. And it's not even a place either. Do you know, I know we're stuck on language, like, but it's not even a place. You know, it's, it's nothing and take nothing away. Thank you. This lady. Jackie, I'm Nancy, and I'm so happy that you decided to tour in the States. Thank you. And I want to get your feedback on something. Another teacher said that some people need to build up their ego to know there's no ego. Mm. Could you share your thoughts about that? Yeah, that, that is what happens for some, for sure. And that's like what we were talking about with the First Lady, about coming to that, that place of knowing I'm okay. That's what that is. is Because the ego is I. It, it's the sense of I, personal I. So, yeah, for sure. For some, but you know what? Much more in the West. Much more in the West because we're trained from this high that me, my, and it's good to share, and they're, you, they're your things, and they're your crayons, and that's your school book, and you must bring that home from school. The my is so strong. And in other cultures, the my isn't strong. The family might be strong, or the community is strong, but there's no personal ownership. But for us, it's endorsed. My rights, 
my career, my house. We don't even share them with other people. You know, we might share it with one intimate, but that's about it. So ownership is really strong. So we're trained in our culture to build a strong I. So that's part of it. That's why it's, it's, it seems to be the, the thing that happens for so many in the West, is that the I is so strong, we kind of don't know that we're just following the conditioning that the I must be okay, because it's all about I. So while that I story is continuing, we end up healing it. You know, at the latter end of it, we often end up healing it so that it stops vying for attention. So if there's a whole load of wounds, whatever, stories, issues, whatever, if it's possible to just drop in the stillness and forget about them, fantastic, forget about them. Forget about them. But if you want to go out there and experience wholeness, it'll last for a while, but mind will keep presenting stuff until you say, ah, oh, you know what? Enough. Told enough of my story. I mean, you get weary from it. Do you know? Mm-hmm. It never kind of, I don't know. Yeah, there's a natural maturing. But it's only for the mind who was very much conditioned into knowing that your independent self is the thing that will make you survive in this world. And if that's really strong, for sure you're going to build the ego before it starts to break down. May I ask an <clears throat> unrelated second question? We're all dressed appropriately here, including yourself. Okay, earrings, necklace, a very nice blouse, wonderful skirt, lipstick. Why? I know. Isn't it great? <laughs> I, 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 did, I, I have to put in a bit of a nice story here. I never wore makeup until I started giving satsang. My whole life, I, wouldn't, I would use, like, I would use, you know, egg yolk on my hair. I would use no chemical at all, no moisturizer, nothing, 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 nothing. Organic sesame oil was the only moisturizer. And now, I don't know, something started to play. Something started to play. and said, oh, you know, and about four or five months ago, I went into a, a, a pharmacy because I didn't, I literally didn't even know that you buy makeup in, in, in stores. I mean, you know, I never shop for clothes and nothing. Just one of those women that I just missed the whole feminine thing. And, and then spiritual practice, of course, I wouldn't even go near it because that was so strong for so long. So I went into a pharmacist a few months ago, you know, and I said, listen, I'm I kind, of, kind of embarrassing, like, I'm 42 and I've never worn makeup or anything. And can you just show me how it's done? What do you do? What's the story? And, and I play with it now. And it's great fun. So it's just a play? Yeah. It's play. It's like it's just happening. Well, un- unless, well, unless I identify with it as who I am. Oh, yeah. But for, for, for this form, that's why, that's why it happens. And it's a new thing. So it's amazing. Um... I don't know why it's in contrast to something else. But if there is um, if there is an issue about me, so for example, I've got to wear these clothes because I won't be accepted or to fix my self-image or I'm not accepting myself, now there's an, a, a me story that's being endorsed by how you prepare yourself. So how you prepare yourself may or may not have a, a self-image story behind it. If it does, then do the opposite. Play with it. Make yourself go out dressed hideously or whatever it is. Do you know? So for some, some people might never go outside the door without the whole whatever 
paraphernalia on. It doesn't mean that, that, that they're scared of how they look. It doesn't mean anything. For some, it might be just, just what they always did and never put a thought into it. And for some, it's like, I will not let the mailman see me without my makeup. So you never know. But all you can know is what it means for you. That's what you can know. And play with it and tease yourself if you're a prisoner of some method of some behavior or some daily routine. If you're a prisoner of it, do the opposite. Do the opposite and see what happens. Thank you. Okay. Thanks. Hi. Hi. Um, mm. So you, when your mind was active, as you put it, um, at some point, I don't, I don't remember all the details of your story, but uh, at some point you, you wandered off. You, you went into the South of Ireland or something. You, you went away from home, right, for some period of time. Yes. Um, was that important? Like, was that, uh... um, it, was, it, was, it was kind of the only thing I could do because there was, there was this strong, strong, I have to leave everything, I have to leave. I have to leave everything. And I had no idea where to go. And some, one, I was like, what am I, what, where, where what, what is this? What I have to leave? And I was like getting rid of my stuff and breaking up with my husband and I closed down my company and I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm letting it do whatever it's doing. But something is doing this. And I had a friend who lived in the south of Spain. And something in me said, okay, what I want, I don't know what I want, but I have to go to where there's more light. I don't even know what light means. At this point, I don't even know what light means. I don't trust anything. I said, okay, the sun. Let's go to the sun. So I, I went to visit this friend, and I went from there to an island off Spain. I know Spanish. So I, what to do except sit there all day in front of the the view of the sea, which is all around this little island. And I just went in and went in and went in. And there was nothing going on. I knew nobody. I, what could I do? I said, watch my thoughts all day, every day. And from there, I ended up with somebody, a Spanish person, to go to India, where I saw what was going on. But yeah, was it important? It was the only way it could have been. There was huge uncertainty there was like, I'm jumping in the deep end again. How many times am I going to do this? Mm -hmm. Don't have a paddle and I'm jumping in. Yeah. There was that over and over and over again. Yeah, that's happening here. Mm. A lot of everything's breaking down and falling away. And um, sometimes easily, sometimes hard. It's hard. Mm. Like, and I, you know, I've, I've had many glimpses. I've been doing this probably for way too long. Who knows? Um, but something, you know, and I, I can tell myself when when things get triggered, conditioning and feelings come up and stuff, I can say, ah, oh, it doesn't matter. But uh, most of the time I'm just fooling myself by saying that. Because yes. it's still, if I'm being sincere, you know, it's still happening. Yes. And it seems I'm kind of doomed to just watch it then. Okay. That's the best I can do. Okay. Um, and I, 
you know, I'm, I'm watching myself even as I'm asking this question because I'm, I'm noticing that my mind is wanting to find out from you how you did it and try to work it in so I can do it that way kind of thing. Sure, you know? sure, sure. That's normal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Drop underneath all of this story. Now talk to me from there. From right here? From what's underneath the story. Mm-hmm. Crickets chirping. Keep your attention there 24-7. Okay. The watching is keeping you in the movie. You've come to the end of the watching. Watching will happen, but the one who's doing it, cut off his fuel supply, drop underneath. Just in the silence. You got it. That's how mind interprets it, but somehow it's kind of bottomless. Yeah. <coughs> Mine says I may have to go to the south of Spain or south of somewhere. Oh, no. That's mine doing its thing. That's mine doing its thing. Well, there's just so many pulls, you know. I mean, I can say right now, sure, I'll do it 24-7, but the 24-7 goes into the mind anyway. Yes. Because there's only this moment yes. that's accessible. That's right. That's right. So then the mind says, well, it's easy now. It's easy here. Yes. When I get home, I've got to pack. I've got to do all this stuff. and It will happen even with mind prior to the thought. It will happen. Functioning continues. Mind will tell you it won't, but it's a liar. Mm. Mm-hmm. Functioning will happen. You can even play with it energetically, if, if this makes sense to energy people. You can let attention there, and you can kind of feel that, like, some kind of 5% of attention goes out to the world and manages the phone calls and does something. Kind of like a little leak of something comes up and manages the world. It's like a minimal mind comes up, do you know? Mm. And, and, and does the work thing, does mm. whatever the tasks. 
but attention stays here. You can be dynamic on top, but attention staying here. But it feels like it's extreme because mind will want to pull you out for identification. So it feels like it's an extreme thing to go in. It's not, actually. It's at home. It's the natural state. But mind will do anything to keep the show going. Moments only come one after another. They're not piled on top of each other. You don't have to do it all together. It doesn't work like that. You know? Like if I told you to brush your hair, whatever. Let's say you brush your hair once a day. Okay, brush your hair 365 times. And you say, what? It'll fall out. <laughs> but by this time next year, you'll have done that, at mm -hmm. least. Yeah. Do you know? So moments come one after the other. So mind will say, oh my God, do that 24-7. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's, you're right. Mind is just running amok with it. But there's only this moment, and it's dead simple because it's natural. It's a natural place to have attention. We learned how to plug mind into thoughts. We learned it. So there's a bit of unlearning, and that's the observation. Go underneath all of that. The learned, the unlearned, drop underneath all of that. Because that's the path. That's the spiritual path. Underneath all of it. And life will continue. And the urges, don't mind the urges. But if there's an urge that physically moves your body, if you're like, oh no, I'm doing this, oh no. You know, when you're making the call or whatever it is. Life becomes all like that. That it all moves through your body. Every action, something is moving through your form. Because the controller, I'm doing it, just stops rabbiting on, stops claiming it. And the activity happens just the same. Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm just noticing that my mind is taking notes and, and, and making a vow that it's going to drop below and stay there 24-7. And it's... That's the controller. Yeah, I mean... Because it... You know, it's anticipating that this is a choice that needs to be made moment by moment by moment. Yeah. And it's anticipating that I'm going to forget it. Yes. Because I have before so many yes. times. Yes. Know. Yellow post-its are great. <laughs> they are. They are. They are. What have you got to do? Stick one on my girlfriend's forehead. <laughs> 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 that would definitely distract you. <laughs> moment by moment. Mm -hmm. Sorry, Nancy. Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Let's see. The post-it could say. Remember to remember not to remember. Yeah, we send it back here. So it was somebody here as well. Come on, sorry, this hand was up first, wasn't it? This chap is waiting longer. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, I'm definitely feeling a disturbance, yeah. as you said yeah. might, might happen. Yeah. Um, probably a number of them. One, one is a question, I'm not quite sure how to ask it. Um, you spoke about the disconnection 
of, or the, the loosening and then the disconnection of the, uh, the impact of the outside world and the inside world. What's the effect of that on compassion? Mm. The compassion that is spoken of. Would you repeat the question? Because we can't hear you over there. Oh, this doesn't broadcast my voice over there, does it? No, it's just a recorder. Yeah. Uh, Sure. Um, What's your name? Peter. Peter. Peter says, um, you know, following that there's a disturbance. As in his mind, there's a few questions that are stirring. And this question is about compassion. And he's saying, in connection with, with what we were saying about mind disconnecting from the outside world and pulling back and dropping underneath, where's compassion? What happens to compassion? Is that it, Peter? Mm-hmm. Okay. So the compassion that, that is revered in the world has to do with two one having compassion for another, and it's given a very high value. But that compassion is always tainted with some kind of a personal agenda. Mm-hmm. Because invariably, when compassion for another arises, it's because somewhere there is the thought, if you weren't in such pain, I'd feel better. That's always running. It can be very faint, but it's there. It's, there. it's part of the separation deal. So when all of that goes, compassion arises. It's like having compassion if you hurt your hand, you like you grasp it. Because there is something that know, knows that nothing is separate from what you are. That it all arose from what you are, is a manifestation of what you are, and is going back to what you are. And there is no sense of doing compassion, but it arises as it does for your own body, for something that's so intimate, more intimate, than something that is separate. So somehow compassion just arises. You can't do it. You can't engage your head in, in the thought that being compassionate for this person. None of that framework happens. But it just wells up. But in the same way as it would be for your own body. Or maybe your child. I, I, I'm not a parent, but maybe there's that as well for a child. I'm not sure. In, in my life, compassion is not about making someone else feel better. No, it's, making yourself feel better. It's not about making anybody feel better. Okay. It's, or at least that's not how I define sure. it or experience yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's about being with another person's pain. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, so I have, I have a son. He's seven years old. There's lots of opportunities for compassion for myself as well as for him. And, um, um, and uh, my... Uh, practice with him often is when he's in distress to just create a space within it's not within me and it's not within him it's sort of around both of us yes for him to suffer yes and you know and certainly there are lots of times when I do things to alleviate sure. uh, his suffering sure um, but that's not the compassion that I'm talking about yes here. yes and um, uh, and that often does have the effect of helping people heal, just yes. having creating that space where it's okay yes. to feel what you feel. Uh-huh. But what starts that process happening for me is the fact that I am touched somehow by his suffering. Mm-hmm. I think that if I weren't touched by it, 
somehow, you know, some somehow disturb. You know, I say disturb, not in a negative way, just affected. That I don't know that I would be inclined to. Um, and and I'm realizing there is a there is a there is a history for me about this. There is a story there about this. I'm, I'm not going to get into it now, but I, but I'm just just telling you that I'm sure. noticing that. Anyway, but so at this point in my life, if I weren't somehow touched by another person's suffering, I what I'm telling myself right now is that compassion would not arise in me. Now I don't I don't know if that's really true or not true, but that's yeah. what I think. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to think. Yeah. So I guess so I'm back to the question of maybe the question is the inquiry is for me is if I'm in a if I'm in a life where I'm undisturbed by the world is compassion still available to me and I just don't know it flows through you because you are the world I hear that. It sounds great. It's not taking root. Yeah, because because I'm not saying this is happening, but this for you. But this often happens that mind will set up a scenario that says, "Chances are that won't happen if I, you know, if I drop the eye story, that won't happen, and I wouldn't sure. like that gun." Yeah, I have very, very, very highly evolved defense mechanisms. Yes. <laughs> really. Sure. Um, sure. I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. writing a how-to book about, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so recognize it for what it is. It's yeah. just a defense mechanism. It's not about compassion. Yeah, it makes sense. It's not about compassion. But, but, but try not to help somebody who's in front of you, even when you know there is, they're not separate from you. Something will move through you and you'll give everything you have and you'll give it again and you'll give it again. It's the opposite. Because there's nothing that's yours, nothing to be protected or held back. And so it's yourself. The movement is to what you are. Love doesn't need to. Love is. Or there is only love. Prior to the idea of two, there is only love. Love plays at losing love and finding love. Love plays at holding the space for love. Love imagines it's not lovable and it is lovable. But it's all love playing with love 
So love is prior to there being two. And it's post two because it underpins all of creation. This is just the play of love. If this energy that is form, if it's anything, it's love. The surest thing that happens once identification stop, stops is love. Sometimes it appears as tough love. Sometimes it's not seen as love at all. But there's only love. There's only love. The defense mechanisms protect only what you think you are. It's only what you think you are. There is nothing to protect. If you are all of it, how can a way of living be protecting? What would it be protecting? If you are all of it, what would it be protecting? What you are doesn't need to be protected. Sure, you can protect your car and lock it at night. You can protect... That, that stuff happens. But I'm talking about something else. Where we protect ourselves. And there's something to protect. The only thing to protect is the idea of who you think you are. The greatest defense is no defense. It's no defense. Whatever can be taken from you is not what you are. Let it go. It's not what you are if it can be taken from you. Hi. Hi. Um, there's two pieces to this question, and um, part of it is earlier you said that things are just happening on their own, and yet that could be argued. So I think that's a part of this. And the other part is that I have something going on with my body. It's very sensitive to um, the environment. And I've started having, uh, or this body started having uh, cognitive reactions again to the environment. And it's really pulling me back into story and keeping me... Uh, struggling with fear. Um, and I, I believe that anything can be healed, and yet I'm really struggling right now. 
it's very scary for me to be having these cognitive reactions again. And um, I don't know how this fits into this whole beautiful understanding. I just don't know how it fits. And this, um, you know, things are just happening, you know, and you can just be with what's happening. I'm having a very hard time being with this. And um, I just don't know where it fits into this beautiful picture. And I want so much to be done with it because, you know, there's a, a belief that how, you know, like the mind goes, how could have I have created this again? So that's part of my Another piece of the story is, how could I have created this again? So, um, it's pretty disturbing to this whole being right now. And I have, mo- you know, hours and where everything's fine, but this is starting to happen again, and it's just really scary. So when it came before, it went, it passed? When it came before, I spent years getting well. So to find it coming again because of environment, it's like, oh my God, I don't have the resources to do that again. Of all the things that can happen that create suffering, it is the desire for it to be different than what it is creates more suffering than all the rest put together. It's the sentence that says, I don't want this. I don't like it. It shouldn't be happening. All the versions of I don't want this. As long as that thought is running, suffering will be on full power. Work with the desire for it to be different. And I'm not talking about being a victim and accepting it and being passive and getting yeah. sick. I'm not talking about that. Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when the desire of like, oh, here we go again, or why me? It's like, whoa, stop, stop, stop. That's just desire. That's just desire. Okay. What needs to happen in this moment now? Not to control it, but what, what's happening? What's the next step? What's the next step? It's in here is where the suffering is. I know. It's worse than any illness, any pain, any limb broken, any disease. It's in here. It's a fantastic opportunity for you to see desire. To see when desire for it to be different. When is desire running? Really, use it as your teacher. body is a lump of flesh, you know? Yeah. It's just a piece of meat, really. It's going to do its thing. Sometimes it's healthy, sometimes it's not, sometimes... <sighs> do what you can, but, you know... I wouldn't give it too much, um, I don't know, attention. It doesn't need high maintenance. Whatever maintenance it gets, 
okay, it gets. And if it demands more, okay, give it more. But thinking about it and thinking that it's out of balance creates suffering. Because I want it to be better and I should be able to do this and I should. The suffering doesn't come from the incapabilities of the body. Do you know? Physical pain now is slightly different. I would just put it in a different way. But for you, it's about the desire for it to be different. Go, go after those desires. <laughs> See when they're running. It's like, whoa, I'm going to drop underneath that dialogue now that it should be different, that I don't like this, or why is this happening, or I'm losing control. Or... That will that'll, that'll paralyze you with fear. Paralyze you. Those thoughts. They're just thoughts. They're just thoughts. You might wake up tomorrow and it might be gone. Who knows? You might wake up tomorrow and you might die. <laughs> Do you know? I mean, then it's gone. Uh, like, really, it's, it's, it, any, it can go any which way. The pattern of the past does not have to replicate now. What, why? Who says that? Not necessary. But look at the desire. The desire for it to be different. That's your key. That would stop the suffering. Then it's just something happening, happening to the body. And it will take the attention it needs, and you'll deal with it, and life goes on. Might be modified, but it'll go on. But wanting it to be different, suffering. Fear of not having control, suffering. Things happening. Yeah, mind, ha mind, the, the, mm. Mind has a real problem with this if mind believes it's running the show. If you believe you're running the show, you are going to reject. Things happen on themselves. No, I have to do everything, otherwise it wouldn't happen at all. And mind will say that. Okay. It's just the controller not wanting to believe that it's actually obsolete. <laughs> the show goes on without the controlling mechanism. without the I who's doing it and making it happen. All of that story is completely superfluous. And so, it can go. And you know, there's kind of nobody in control. <coughs> there's just molecules moving all the time. Shifting and changing and moving through form, and that keeps on moving. Try stopping life, huh? It keeps moving. Just keeps, it's just energy moving. But as long as we think we're in control, even of our own little patch, it, it, it will go belly up. It brings with it the fear of not being in control. It's just a thought process that's not needed at all. At a certain point, it's not needed at all. So let that come. Let it come that the controller is nothing more than a thought. Superimposed what is happening anyway. It's very clever, the mind, you know, it's very clever. Is that okay? Um, there's still something missing. Uh -huh. um, I guess there's this wondering is like the mind using this to keep me in the story. You know, I... That's the what me I, who's in the story is mind. Right. 
It's all mind. Okay. Dropping attention beneath the story, for want of a better phrase, but I seem to be, keep going back to that one. Dropping attention to prior to story. Dropping attention to the source of the next thought. Whatever, whatever sentence makes sense to kind of out, out of the story, out of the me story. Do that. Stay there. Then there's nothing to be done. There's nothing to be worked out. There's an ease and a relief. And you still maintain things and you go to work and you pay the bills and it's bizarre. It just does it on its own. An obstacle comes and, you know, you miss flights and normal things happen like that. <laughs> it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen now? Do I sleep in the airport overnight? Let's see what happens. And sometimes you just sit there because you have no idea and nothing happens. <laughs> but something will happen eventually. You, know? <laughs> you see, it's all okay. It's Really, it's how could it not be okay? You know, this has actually already happened. It's already in the can. This movie is already in the can. So if that's actually the truth, this, this already is, this is just an echo of something. I know some, some teachers say, there was some guy who was speaking to Al, I don't know where he is. Uh, yeah, that it's a divine whim, you know, some, some scriptures say it's a divine whim, you know, or, or the Om, or in the beginning there was the Word, or whatever, whatever. But, but, but the original vibration, the echo of that is what this is. It's the Thank echo you. of a vibration. Thank you. It's already all over. Yeah. What are you worried about? <laughs> 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 Yeah, I couldn't tell which way was which, which was front and which was back. <laughs> um, I'm Lina. Um, you're so clear, and I thought I was going. I didn't think I was going to say anything. If I did, it was going to be something a little deeper than this. <laughs> Good for you. Blow yourself in. And, and don't qualify. Don't qualify. Just be a fool. You know? and don't qualify. That's you know? pretty easy. You know? Yeah, no. Okay, sorry. Um, you said that, that what you were saying before was it's different when applied to pain. How, how is it different yeah. applying because pain? Because the last identification is I am the body. It's the most potent yeah. because it kind of goes with your perspective and with your story and it's kind of full on. So I am the body is, is really strong two times around the desire for sex and around physical pain. It's really strong. Yeah. That's when the I am the body is most strong. So if you break your leg, it's very hard not to roar because you've got pain. But something, something will roar and you're behind it. Attention remains behind it all. But yet roaring with the pain can happen. Do you see? Yeah, I but do it, see. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like childbirth. I was able to get inside the child and I felt no pain. Aha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
or there might have been pain I, or maybe not pain but but I didn't experience it as pain it, it was it's just a sensation pain. that's right that's right it's not yeah. my pain whereas if I am my body the physical pain is in my leg uh -huh. you see uh, I'll work on that that good yeah 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 it won't work as a painkiller no, because it's got the sensation, it's still, it's how my mind is thinking of that sensation yes. as something that really yes. hurts. <laughs> yes, that's right. And if I just let my mind say, ah, yes. you know, that's a, that is a sensation. It is it's a how, sensation, that's yeah. all it is. Yeah. That's all it is, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. And, and the, the mind runs that story, sensation and horrible and horrible yeah. and now and panic. Yeah, and, yeah, no, panic. And, and, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like actually, you know. Okay, all that's going on. Tension stays here. Back yeah. here. Even when you can't get up and down the steps. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. I, yeah. I feel you. I Great. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Thank you. Good. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. Just, yeah. Okay. I don't know the sequence. I, I don't know what time. Uh, just, where. Okay, Somebody left to keep an eye on that. All right. Yeah. Have it. I'll just let you force them in, yeah. Thank you so much. Lina, okay. did you call me in Chicago? Did you call her? Lina phoned the company. I know, I moved no. on a psychic level. Ah, okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I know I spoke with the Lina, but I think it was in the physical. <laughs> Hi, Jackie. Hi. How are you? Nice Hi. to meet you. Um, Jackie, I have a question about what you just mentioned before when you said the movie is already in the can. Yes. And um, I have felt that many times when I studied something called uh, The Course in Miracles for years and okay. that it's already all over and we are okay. reviewing it mentally only. It's oh, just the mental dream. I see that. Okay. And I was just wondering, um, I'm currently split in between. Um, I was um, studying for a while an absolute book by an absolute teacher who has also been on Never Not Here, um, Consciousness is All. And he's basically saying that it's not all a play of the divine, everything that seems to be happening, that it's not love playing with itself, but that it's that, that the dream is basically an ignoring of love, a mental turning from love. And that's why the whole dualistic dream is happening and we're ex seemingly experiencing it, not in reality, that love only ever re can experience itself. It cannot experiencing anything impure and it cannot taint itself or be challenged by anything. And so that it's not love actually experiencing any of this. Yes. And I'm currently sort of stuck in between, you know, where Ramana said, um, what did he say? Um, there's no world. And then he, there's only Brahman. And then he says, Brahman is the world. Yes. And I'm having more and more glimpses of giving up all spiritual study where I'm feeling like it is all Brahman. It's, it's yes. all, it, it doesn't matter what I do. Basically, if I do nothing, if I, if I meditate, if I do this, if I do that, it is all Brahman. And I might as well, you know, just read a crime novel or something like that. <laughs> after, after, after years of diligent spiritual practice and everything and and i just um, wonder if you could elaborate on that if if the dream which is already passed if that is a sort of um a mental turning from from truth or if it is lila if it is the divine playing with itself if it is uh, do you know what i mean um i can't articulate it very well what okay, i mean I, <laughs> I'm just... the divine playing with itself i don't um, i'll tell you the okay Okay, the energy is love. Right. When mind comes in, right. 
when the vibration hits that, when right. the frequency goes to where mind comes in and dualistic stuff comes in, right. it is labeled as not love because the yeah. opposite of love is imagined. Yes, yes. So at that, so, so, so both are true. Okay. It's at a certain point, what is not love kicks in right. in order for experiencing to happen. Right. We have to have two to have the experience. Yes. So yeah. the opposite of love, that idea must be plausible. That right. the opposite of love exists in yes. order to be able to experience. So then and mind that, will see that it's not love. Right. In essence, it's love. But the frequency, the vibration, the movement has right. gotten to such a point that it really looks like there's the opposite of love. So now we have dualistic thought coming in. And that was basically what started the whole dream. If, if one, I know it's all happening simultaneously, sort yes. of in a hologram, but if yes. one wants to speak of time and space, that, that is, if one wants to speak of a cause for the dream, which really is causeless because it's not really happening, it's just a, a superimposition, it's just an overlay. Yes. But, but th that vibration you're talking about, that turning from it, uh, and, and believing now that the opposite can be real or that there yes. could, can be two instead of one, is that what is basically the dream? And at the same time, it's undimensional love. At the same time, at all times, it's really just undimensional love. But it just has this appearance of two now. It has this appearance of suffering or of... It's only an appearance. Even right. the whim, the Big Bang, is the appearance. That's yes, where the appearance yes. started. Right, right. Really nothing happened at all. Oh, yes, yes. Really. Yes, yes. That, the appearance started there. Yes, So yes. then the appearance gets legs and gets yes. more complex. Yes. And in comes duality. Right. Is, is it that love is going against love? It, it's just the movement. Right, mind right. Will, will, you see, because there's mind going right. on here. It says there's something that's not love in the appearance. Yeah, sure. That's the dualistic framework. That's why we label hatred and right, crime. Right, right. There's something unloving. But it's the search for love, no? Right, right. It's all the search for love. Yes. What looks for love except love? Everything is trying to go home. Everything is seeking resolution. Yes, yes. In some shape or form. Right. Do you see? Yes. So, so... Okay, if all of this is, is in the movie and it's all going to do its own thing and it's already in the can, why don't you do anything? There is an appearance that you're playing as part of it, isn't there? Yes, and I'm currently sort of, it's like I'm turning in the other direction again, even though on a uh, worldly level, um, after seven years of Dark Night of the Soul, um, when things were just starting to, I had a big awakening and things were starting to go really well and... Um, remainder of ego was utterly insulted when the real dark night of the soul started and um, bodily functions ceased as uh, swallowing stopped and <coughs> sleeping stopped for the last 18 months and i um, had to surrender yet so much more than i ever thought possible but i did um, basically not i did but but something sure. did sure. and um now i'm to my big surprise turned back into the world very much and i I, all of a sudden, like before, I always had just the wish to stay with truth and meditate all day and yes. be silent and be hours and hours in the silence and and just stay there. And, and the outside world had no attraction to me, no pull for me. And, and I saw it just as the movie. And now I'm turning sort of in the other direction. And I want to be, I want to play again and I want to be part of it all. And all of a sudden I have the wish for a baby, which I, I didn't have the last two years. And I... Um, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to understand what is what is happening. If that if that can be a normal thing, because most people sort of seem to go in your direction, seem to go up higher spiritually, and I'm sort of going in the other direction, but it doesn't seem to feel any. Um, it, 
it doesn't seem less sacred to me to go back now to reading a, for first time in many many years a crime novel again or to just enjoy food or you know you know like I ignored the five senses for a long time and I just sort of tapped into this one spiritual sense but now I'm fully enjoying the five senses and I see it's all the same it's so it doesn't matter and you might as well play and 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 there's a big desire to sort of just be with family and 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 be together with people again and it's sort of like coming out of this um isolation or this long loneliness and meditation and and yeah there's really nothing to say or <laughs> okay there appears to be a choice <coughs> To push on through and see that they're desires and not go after them. Right. And, and, and break through them. And for sure you'll break through them. Right. Or go play. Nothing is lost. Nothing is gained. Ultimately. Yes. But the yes. more that, that desires are fulfilled, the highs of desires will bring a bite in the ass. They kind of do. Yes. Yes. I feel that. I feel it doesn't really matter which way. If I look sort of towards the end of the movie or I, I imagine at the end of this physical incarnation and I imagine having had a given birth or having had a baby or not having had a baby or having written my book or not having written my book, yes. it all doesn't matter because the the inner peace or the stillness is there in the background the whole time. And, yes. it, and yeah, it's, it's just more like an innocent curiosity lately to find out what the movie is going to present to me and I'm not not yes. I, I was foretold yesterday by a psychic downtown Georgetown Cafe Leopold that um, I would have a baby in two years and it was a great surprise because it seems physically a huge mountain to get there because um, physically it doesn't seem possible for at the moment but um, at the same time there's not any trying very desperately anymore to do anything about that but um, just letting life unfold as it will in yes. however shape and it seems to be very glorious surprises or it seems to have a taste of perfection many times i don't know how to describe it it yes. just seems to be really even the ugly things even lately we experienced a lot of death around us a uh, son of a friend died and but but the being able to not um being attached to things and just show up fully and be there okay. e even that had an exquisite taste even going through that grief and suffering with them and comforting okay. them and yes yes and I just love, love, love your book. And I loved your shows on Never Not Here. I, uh, for, for a long time, the insomnia bothered me very much, not being able to sleep until 5 a.m. But um, I used now to, to listen to Never Not Here all the time and <laughs> just be in satsang. And, and so it's all good, basically. And, and this just feels so beautiful, this atmosphere here in this room to be amongst these people. And it's, it's just beautiful. It's... There's a f just a couple of things, Marin. One is that in the movie, I've recognized that there is a move towards women in particular waking up and holding the space while they're at home making babies, feeding babies, rearing babies. There, it, it, you know, it's, I, I, I don't know. I, mm, I, I, used to, I, I used to know what these things were called, but they're... There seems to be these cycles that are going on like every 3,000 years. And this cycle is mm -hmm. called the Kali Yuga Age, and it's going to end in a few hundred years. Mm -hmm. And it's happened before. And mm -hmm. afterwards, there's the, the, um, 
being awake happens, like Atlantis would have happened in the phase that's coming in about 300 years' time. Do you know? Mm-hmm. Being awake is that phase. And it goes nowhere. Sure, it starts again. We're not evolving in any way. It's just, it's just history repeating itself. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Yes, yes. So in the history repeating itself, what I've seen happen is that, like, you know, this information was just so sacred. You had to be in a monastery to access this information. Do you know? Religions came and they changed every scripture to, to control it and to deaden it. You couldn't find out about this. And now we've got the internet and whoa! <laughs> it's great. It's great, you know? So, but it's part of the accessibility of truth. Yes, yes. And coming out of this dark age of 2,000 years. Yes. Okay? And the last eight years here in the US. I'm sorry. I hope I don't offend anybody. <laughs> I just arrived at a very bad time here. <laughs> so, so... Part of it, I notice that there are a lot of women who are being, who are on this path and are being pulled back into motherhood. And it's part of that shift towards it, it's doable in, it's doable while you're, while you're being a full-time mom because that is full-on distraction of the outside world. Mm-hmm. And so it, it's like, it's like there's this wave of women that I've seen in the last couple of years. Just this, it's coming and it's getting stronger and stronger that it's possible to totally operate from the self and, and rear your kids. Wow, thank you so much, because for the last few years I, was, um, I felt like deprived that I couldn't have a career and because of medical reasons for several years, and I was like, I want to rebuild my career, I want to do, uh, and I feel like I was broken down, and I, now I'm slowly rising out of the ashes again or yes. something like that, and I'm very surprised by... Um, yeah, I, I just thought I would be the anti-mother or I would never handle all the physical tasks of Boy Scout cookies and what PTA and what needs to be done in this country. It's, it's different in Europe. It's, it's easy in Europe to raise a child than, than over here, you know. And all the yes. But, but uh, the lately the wish is there. The stillness underneath. Right, right. That's the key. That's what yeah, you yeah. are. Yeah, yeah. Don't let the movie swallow you up. Just play no, with no, it. No, no, no. Right, yeah. Play with it. Have fun with it. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's exquisite. It's beautiful. It is. And it will play you. Yeah, yeah. It's playing you. Do you know? Just watch that the eye doesn't get right up in there because it will try. Mm-hmm. It will try to become the controller and the manager. And, and sure, there'll be a bit backpedaling, but you know. Yeah, mine is very cheeky, my eye. It's <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, Thank you. Yeah, you know. For somebody else, I would say don't go there. Don't <laughs> go there. And absolutely, it's a desire and you will be bitten. You know? But. Mm-hmm. But no, there's something very solid. There's something very solid knowing what you are, what's underneath it. Mm. You know, and if if you get caught in the world for a while, it'll only last a while. Right, right. Not three years, a while, you know. But it's all right. There's... I was part of the, like, doing spiritual practice. Do, do, do really, Me too. really tough. Me too. Really, really tough. And breaking yes. that glass ceiling. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I went and I had myself sterilized to actually do that, to wow. make that sacrifice. Do you know? To, like, no, I'm cutting this, I'm cutting this option because I'm going all the way. In whatever the name of God is pulling me, I'm going that direction. Mm. I'm closing down the option of doing this. That's totally not necessary now. It's totally, that vibration is gone. It's gone. It's gone. So, so it's like the wave of women now who, who are awake, but, but are being pulled into motherhood. It's like, yeah, it's going to be kind of tough for you. In 10 years' time, piece of cake, the outside world will not have any capacity to pull. Do you see? 
Right. I, so I energetically, see. it's going in a direction. <laughs> and and within purely speaking, within the dream and duality, now um, it, it's okay to pray to the little ones, sort of like in the movie Back to the Future, to make it happen. Because I don't see biologically how it's going to happen, practically speaking, with my medical problems. But um, sure. So so Without I'm like, well, if you want to come through, then um, help mommy and Without daddy. Without the controller. <laughs> right. Without the controller. Right. But but yeah, things happen all the time. There are many causes for everything. And if prayer is one of the causes, sure. Prayer is a cause. Mm. If there's an attachment to the outcome, you've got desire yeah, yeah. and... No, no, there's no more attachment. There's no That's more. it. That's it, you see. Stay in the stillness and everything is okay. Whether yes. it's prayer or... It's all just the movement. Let go of the reins. Let it all flow. Let it all come. But keep your attention in what you are. Because, the, you know, a hundred years ago, those who were self-realized had to stay in monasteries. Yes. They had to be revered by groups. They didn't, you know, drive cars and get speeding tickets and end up in court and do things that the rest of us do. <laughs> do you know? There was some kind of distance that yes. needed to happen energetically. It, and, and, and there's no gap. There's no gap. Energetically, the outside world, we know it's empty, it's futile, very quickly. Mm-hmm. Kids know it. They know it. Like, and we, you know, spend later on in years before we find it. It's all just changing. The process of waking up is changing. Mm-hmm. So the, if there is a new model happening through you, go for it, guys. I'm very surprised because I figured um, that my life would go th- sort of, uh, you know, not exactly in your direction, but but similarly. Or I went to India many times, and I um, I devoted my life to spirituality, and 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 um, I made that vow inside, and that that would always come first. And unfortunately, that happened after I already found my soulmate and was married, and so I struggled for a while about making, you know, keeping both both commitments and yes. so on, but lately I don't find a conflict there anymore. It's disappearing and it's, yes. and both, yes. both can happen and one doesn't have to leave the whole world, like you say, okay. behind, um, literally anymore okay. and go Let to a monastery. One more sentence and then we'll move on because I'm conscious. Yes. Um, just one more thing. If the stillness that is underneath it can be rocked, threatened or shaken by a baby crying, you've done nothing. Mm-hmm. You've established nothing. Mm-hmm. There's your test. Let the tests yes. come, huh? Right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Thank you. Tony. Thank you. Hi. Hi, Tony. So, um, I guess there's some stuff coming up. Excuse me. To say, I guess in the offer, in the spirit of offering to be burned or something like that. Um, so I saw you for the first time about a week ago and, um, there was this quickening and this energy and for, for a few years before that, it seemed like there had been kind of a giving up with regard to this notion of enlightenment is like, whenever that happens, it happens. It's none of my business. It's sort of dropping off from spiritual practice and all this kind of stuff. And then somehow in the last week, like this grasping, seeking thing just came up again, and it's very disconcerting. <laughs> you know, it's like it's, it doesn't feel very good. Um, why? Why? Yeah, why, why, why is there it shouldn't be like this? What's that running for? Well, 
there's energy in the body. There's also that, what I had mentioned before in terms of the edge to it, the anxiety with it, you know. Okay. It's, I guess, this unpleasantness associated with it. Okay. I don't know why it's unpleasant or, okay. you know. Okay. Um, I don't know. Okay. That's what I'm working with. Okay. I don't even know if there's a question in there. Yeah, it just feels like the fear of lack of control feels like that. And it's like all these desires that had been run, I didn't even know that I had them so much or that, or, or that they were a problem. Or, now it's like all gotten into this desire for freedom. Okay. You know? <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It's not, it's, it's fine. That, that, that's a useful desire. If there's going to be one, let it be that one. Yeah, but even that one, is, it's hard. Yes. It's hard. it's hard if you don't want it. If you have a desire not to have it, it's hard. Mm. So maybe something about just the allowing it. Yes, allow yeah. the whole thing. I mean, this you know, driving, like rearranging my schedule and driving eight hours today and driving eight hours on Sunday, it's like the whole thing is kind of crazy. Like, it's yes. Like, yes. You know, it's like, <laughs> yes, 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 um, it is crazy for the mind, yes. <laughs> yes. It's fine to be silly and crazy. <laughs> it's fine. See what happens, huh? Yeah. See what happens. It's okay. Stay you know, on solid ground with it. Yeah, you know? well, that's my problem. I don't feel like I'm on solid yeah, ground. Yeah, that's you it, know? Yeah, yeah. And, <coughs> the, and there's also this memory of years of suffering associated with grasping. Okay. You know? Mm. Like, I don't want to be stuck in that again. Like okay. I, All right. Can you be light about this weekend, then? Be light about it. Yeah, I can say, I can try, you know. Even if you tell your brain, it's entertainment, because that's actually all it is. <laughs> it's only entertainment for an eye who's imagining that it's got something to do. Let it be entertainment, Tony. Enjoy it. And somehow in the enjoyment of light, of life, something stops grasping. When there's entertainment going on, it's it's easy, huh? Body's relaxed. It's really that's all this is. Yeah, entertainment is like you know reading motorcycle magazines and playing video games. Let a lightness come in. Hmm. Grasping doesn't help in this work. Lightness yeah. does. Yeah. Lightness does. Play, play. Let it be fun. Let it be fun. I guess the, the window that I'm getting, perhaps, it, it's not like I can just dive into this notion of lightness, but I, yeah. there's a little sort of taste of it. Yes. You know? Okay. So maybe just to, like, just, like, just to, that. yeah, just give some attention. Just give some attention to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Which would yeah. shift the attention. Because I don't want to grasp after lightness either, you know? No, that's right. That's right. Yeah. It's just about relaxing and yeah. settle in it. Yeah. Settle in it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because the fear of lack of control is like a little switch that could very easily switch there. Maybe? Do you think? Could, I mean, yeah. yeah. I don't know anything. Okay, yeah. perfect. You know? All right, then. Great. That's the good news. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Play with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Play with it this weekend. Okay. 
play with it tomorrow and let's talk tomorrow afternoon and see how the playing is going. Do you know? Sounds good. Let's check in. Like. Play. play. Thank you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Enlightenment, not enheaviment. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So glad that you're here, Jack. I I got to watch um, your entire webcast from Chicago. Oh, it was just wonderful, and I I was all set because I have Skype. And I was all set to call in, and then it seems like the questions all dissolved. Ah, so I didn't. But I do have a question. You mentioned prayer a moment ago, or she did. I don't know which one. Mm. And um, I wondered if you'd speak about prayer. If I, I just don't get it. I mean, I understand my feet. My awareness is that everything is what it is. It's in a process of unfolding. So, what is prayer? What is there? Is there any purpose for it? Is there any? Does it do anything? I mean, what? Mm. I don't get it. Mm. Within the dualistic framework, prayer, me here, God up there, give me something I want. And that functions within the, you know, desire-driven functioning of the ego. Okay? Now, devotion happens. Devotion pours out of what you are to you are, to, to what you are, from yourself to yourself. Devotion just pours. Prayer, looking for something, mm. it fades. Because what, 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 what do you need? You're all of it. When the idea of there's something lacking or I don't like it or something needs to be different, then there will be a prayer of petition. Mm. Mm. Beyond that is where your question is. Beyond all that stuff. Devotion has a place. It just happens. Did you ever feel like a wave of gratitude? All the time. Okay. Yeah. It's just a little, just a step aside from that. That kind of gratitude is prayer. That's mm -hmm. the energy of prayer. And it just goes, whoa. Yeah. And that's prayer. Thank you. Yeah, Thank yeah. you. But for, for Marvin, for the example, is that she's playing in the potentially a mom, potentially kids. Uh-huh. So, so now within that game, there's two. And it's fine because she knows who she is. She knows who she is. Within the game of two, like you ask somebody in the supermarket for something as if they're separate. You know they're not. But this is the game. So, so you talk and, and you pray and you say, well, what do you need? And, da, 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 da. and it's just a method of communication. There's no investment in it. It's just a happening. So there's a softness around prayer until it becomes just devotion. Or gratitude. Gratitude. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I just have not been able to relate to it. People say, pray for me, or I will pray for you. And I'm it's like, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. It's like a birthday card, you know? It's just yeah. a positive intention. Okay. Sending, right. sending a bit of energy, you know? Why so not? does it make any difference, do you think? It all makes a little bit of it makes difference, a difference but to only the person in the movie. who's doing it, I suppose. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
It's just yeah. a piece of energy moving, you know. It, it'll come and it'll go and it'll work for a while and then it'll stop working. and Like everything. It's part of the pot of ingredients. Mm -hmm. Sure, it has some efficacy, for sure. So is everything else. Thank you. Okay. Hi. Hi. Um, I, I have another question now, something that you said a few minutes ago, that if the crying of a baby disturbs this, then you've done nothing at all? For Marin, yes. Yeah. Okay. That's specifically for Marin? In that context, yes. Okay. Because the reason it, it brought up a question for me is um, I keep getting pulled back into the story, into the drama, the soap opera, but also I keep um, realizing more and more that I don't have to, that nothing can really disturb who I really am, and it gets easier to remember that and to go back there, but it doesn't mean I still don't go to work and, you know, sure. something can totally rock my world, sure. so that doesn't mean um, that there that there isn't an unfolding or, or a pro progress in terms of um, becoming more where I want to be, you know, in that okay. space where yes. where I am okay, where nothing can disturb me. Okay. Um, that's the question, really. Is um, I guess, is it a process? It's not a just a suddenly, or is it, you know, being able to be in that space, for, for lack a, of a better word? For most, it's gradual. Gradual, okay. Almost. But when you say where nothing can touch me, mm, I don't know if it's language or what. I'm kind of wondering will I go for it because... <laughs> where nothing can um, disturb or harm me. Can you be disturbed or harmed? Well, I see, I feel that way a lot of times. I'm, I'm caught up in fear and, you know, feel threatened and all this stuff. So okay. um, that's... That's the dream, or that's the um, the story okay. outside of me. Okay. But I still, at times, believe it. I get totally pulled okay. into it. Okay. So, but then there's the other, um, you know, the uh, the spiritual part that realizes that that isn't real. Okay. That that's just a story. Okay. So the the process for me seems to be becoming more and more. Um, the part that knows it isn't real getting stronger and stronger. Yes. Okay. And when you said not be touched by it, you, that, that's the other question for me again, like Peter was talking about compassion. If, if we disconnect from the exterior and we know this is, um, the movie, then it does seem like it's harder to feel compassion. It's kind of a, a um, contradiction because in de in in um, detaching from it, we become it. We become one with it. Yes. So, but there's less compassion for the suffering because we realize the suffering is just part of their story. It isn't real. Mm, that's another concept. 
Can you explain what you mean? Um, that, that, that's, that's an idea we can have, but, oh, yeah, that's their story, and it's not real, and they're not really suffering because they're God, and they just think they're suffering. That's kidding ourselves. That's just denial. That their suffering is real to them. Oh, for sure it is. Okay. And you are them, so it's, it's real. It's real. It's running. It's running in the movie. Of course it's only in the movie, but try stopping yourself from, from, from helping. Even though it's only in the movie, even though it's only relative, and even though it's passing, something will move in you to ease it. I would love to be sitting in a cave in India. I would love if Richard Miller never came to my door. And here I am. I've no idea if anybody's being helped or not being helped, and that's not what it's about. No idea. I've no idea. But, but, but I'm sitting here. There's nothing that even computes is it alleviating suffering in any way. I've no idea. But this is what's happening. And it's more like that. You can't but help moving. And there's no, nothing that, that, that has the idea, is it helping, is it not, is it the right thing, is it not, is it compassionate. None of that happens. Mm-hmm. But something moves. But there's a preference to do nothing and sit in a cave in India. Yeah. But, but, but it's just a preference and it doesn't seem to be connected to the thing that moves this form. So it's more like that. It's kind of like there's a surrender involved. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. The movie... The movie is about a woman. What's your first name? Billy. Billy. Mm-hmm. The movie is about Billy. There's a personality called Billy. She's not you. She's not you. Something is playing Billy and gets downloaded into a mind in order... That, that's the only place it's played. It's the only place it's played is there. <laughs> but it's not you. It's okay if it's played. Remember, it's not you. So you can feel compassion even for this personality that is in the movie. And it's not even that there is compassion being felt, not even that much, but something moves and, and others name it as compassion. And I'm like, was that compassion? I don't know. I don't know. It's not watched, monitored, named. None of that happens. But I know that you're not who you think you are. I know that. And if I could turn a switch, I would. (laughs) Do you know? If, 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 If you get caught in the movie, it's all right. It happens. It happens. The thing is, it's not that you get caught in the movie. It's that when the movie is playing, you think you're real. You think you are the individual. There isn't a you hanging about here in the stillness and then getting caught in the movie. No program plays, and life continues just dandy until the movie requires the idea that you exist. Do you see? There's a subtle little twist in that. Do you get that one? Kind of. Kind of, yeah, yeah. Do we get it? Oh. <laughs> it's not that you, you, you exist. 
and you're plodding along in your life and you're going out into, you know, egoic, identified my story, my thought, my pain, my suffering, my story. And then there's you in the stillness. And there's you prior to the stillness and the concept that you are out of it all. The movie isn't even as foolproof as that. There's holes all over it. So much so that it's actually only switched on that you know you exist as an individual human being. Individual, separate human being. When the movie is playing the individual woman who has a story. It's more that the movie is playing the individual story who has a woman and bingo, it's owned. It's owned. It's me. I'm on stage. I'm on stage. And we think, you know, yeah, yeah, I'm existing and I'm doing fine and I'm doing fine. That's just a little mini-movie, actually. That's a mini-movie. But there's loads of times when you're not aware at all and you're driving the car and you're, you're sleeping and you're sitting in nature and you're like, what, it's an hour? Oh, God. Do you know? There was nothing going on. Nothing going on. It's, there's chinks in it all the time. All the time. And if the movie creates you, do you see? Kind of. Yeah. But we think, no, it's me who has to get out of the movie and it's me who does this. And yeah, that's happening in the movie. <laughs> do you know? It's crazy, isn't it? You see it? It's like it's all upside down. <laughs> Yeah. Are you saying dream is dreaming itself? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I never knew there was an easy way of saying that. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you're... Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll stop. Yes. No, I, I don't... I need help to explain more, not stop. Like, um... The two things that grabbed me before what you said when you said the watcher, you said to one person, uh, the watcher now is stop the watch and drop even that because yes. the watcher was drawing yes. a person in. Yes. That's definitely in play. And then the part about wanting to be different. Aha. And then you said, okay, uh, lack of words. Watch that desire. What's under that desire? It's pain. Okay. And you just experience the pain. Oh, well, I'll say that I did just, you know, just, oof, not even, it was just pain, pain. And then there was ease. Pain passes through, and ease passes through. They're both fine. Running the desire for one more than another, the preference for one over another, that'll cause more pain. Preference for one over the other, yes, definitely. Causes so more that's pain. desire. Gets sticky. Okay. Gets sticky then, huh? Yeah. In the surrendering that, that happens for most on this progressive path, 
all ideas of being special or different will be annihilated. All aspects of the ego trying to see itself, recognize itself, validate itself, be endorsed. It will all go. It will all go. There is no space for individual separateness outside of a separate mind. The only thing that will be lost in the dropping of that concept is what you are not. Could you say that again? The only thing that will be lost... Yeah, in the dropping of that concept, the only thing that's lost... Is what I am not. Is what you're not. Yeah. Can you indulge in an, an example? Can I give you an example? Yes. Work with me. Um, Can you hear over here? Oh, okay. Can, uh, I would say, can I indulge an example? And she said yes. Um, I never, it never even crossed my mind that motherhood and spirituality were in conflict. Yeah. And I'm a mom. Yeah. And I had, um, I have a 12-year-old son that, motherhood was what you described before. I knew who I was and compassion came and yeah and I I adopted a son a couple years ago but in the midst of a a movie happening around me from family very angry with me I'm the problem I'm the problem and I just realized that the hook that brought me back right into the movie I, I bought my, I signed up as the lead actor in that part was fear that my sons will hear that I'm crazy, I'm terrible from, that was the hook that brought me back. I'm just not a, as a free mother like I was okay. for the first. Okay. Okay. It's okay to let your kids have whatever opinion about their mom they want. Let them hate you. <laughs> You're the only one that it's, that it's safe for them to hate anyway. Let them hate you. No attachment to how they, what opinions they have of you. Yes. Have no attachment to that. You're going to love them anyway. <laughs> it's true. Regardless of what they hear or what they yeah, do. Yeah, it's the same like you said about compassion. Yeah. Love just, poof, yeah. it just is. There's no before it or after it or yes. anything. Yes. Yes. And if they're going to do their that dance of of hearing negative stuff and acting out, do that dance. 
Love them anyway. You know, my kids are really not showing that. It's the it's the fear uh-huh. of the it's, relatives. Yeah, it's in your head. Yeah. Well, no, like no, no, no. It's real. The relatives are very much sure. saying, "Sure, out, out with her. Sure, She's crazy, nuts. Sure. Okay. Problem. I'm the problem. Okay. But you're there entitled to that opinion. Really? Why not? Um. Because they're only running from their stuff and they're just projecting on me. That's none of your business. If they're running from their stuff or not, it's none of your business. I was going to say, but it will hurt me, but then... <laughs> how it can it hurt, hurt the me? ego. Yeah. It won't hurt what you are. It really can't hurt me, can it? Not at all. No matter what people throw at you, sure, that's fine. If if they throw, I love you, I hate you, you're wonderful, you're, you're a problem. Yeah, and it's gone that extreme. But sure, isn't it fine? Everything has its opposite. Everything has its opposite. It's all fine. But if we want to be loved and we've got a repulsion, God, that's going to bring suffering, huh? But if I could be in that cave, like you said, the cave would be like, oh, let them have what at me. It's this thing about the kids that yes, oof, yes, yes. hooks me. yes. I don't care really what they say, as long as I can be in the cave without them. But life is that you've got two kids to run. So that's what we work for. And that's fine. That's the only way it can be. That's yeah. how it is, so it's the only way it can be. Yeah. It's got nothing to do with you maintaining your center. We can use it as an excuse. Place your attention beyond it. Let me say. Let, let, let me ask that again. So you said them, their opinions of me, and my son's potentially hearing this later on in life has nothing to do with me keeping my center. That's right. <laughs> uh, I want to laugh and cry at the same time. let's go with laughing (laughs) wow what other people think of us is none of our business (coughs) everything and its opposite must exist that's the duality play That's, that's, that's the contrast that's how it works out here the good and the bad pretty much kind of a, a balance pretty much you know, kind of goes this way and this way and this way. and So the amount of people who hate you is probably the amount of people that's going to love you. Randomly, maybe. On average, in the planet. Hey, can I just indulge one more? Yeah. But here's my, here's the problem that came right up. Is, but I love, I love one or two of these people. Not all of them, but one or two of them that are, is really... Is saying, if I'm to be very honest, um, is saying that you know they're so that I'm a problem and get out. And uh-huh. I actually love them, so it is it is bothersome. So allow them to have their opinion on you. If you love them, no, allow them to have that opinion. Ooh, okay, really free, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Really free. Yeah. Yeah. There are no conditions to this. It's the whole hog. 
פראג. about how to just take a break you know just lay you were saying like go underneath it and go beyond it okay and, and um, I love meditation I love satsang okay. and self-inquiry you know looking and then wondering okay I'm still looking I'm still looking I'm you know and um, also you observing the desires and the aversions and and I suppose the biggest duality is I want to be free and having no interest in the world and there's lots of other little ones always going on and say oh there it is again okay sit down and be quiet you know there's a there's a whole inner conversation you know going on so and also recognizing that as long as all of this is going on The mind is definitely not yes. being still. Okay. Though it does, you know, in an extended retreat, obviously everything sure. slows down. Yeah. But then coming back to everyday life, you know, sometimes it's quieter, sometimes it's not so quiet. So I just want to, you know, Yeah. <laughs> 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 It's the nature of mind to be busy. That's mm. what it does. It's mm-hmm. just constantly assessing and, you know, it's doing its thing. It feels like you've got a commentary on what it's doing, though. Mm-hmm. The commentary is the problem. Mm. The commentary is the busyness. Mind mm. is going to do its thing. Mm-hmm. But there's a commentary that you don't like it or be quiet or you stay quiet or go over mm-hmm. there. Or, that's, that's the busyness. Mm-hmm. You're doing that yourself. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Mm. Something like a mantra would be useful, huh? Focus on your breath or... So, if, if that chatter is... If you really like that chatter and it's playing something... I don't like it. Aha, uh-huh, okay. I even okay. catch myself with it. You, you know, like if I realize that the ego's been triggered... Yeah. And I say, okay, I see it. But then it's still saying, yeah, but... So, they said this and, you know, I didn't like the way they spoke to me. Yes. Yes. I was like, ah! You're still doing it. Okay. Yeah. Be quiet. Okay. Instead of you're still doing it, be quiet. Just go, see it. Drop it. <laughs> And if the dropping doesn't work, focus on your breath. Mm-hmm. Just, just like something that's not attached to any story at all. But, but the commentary is the problem. Mm-hmm. The commentary is the thing that you want out. Mm-hmm. It's the commentary. That's actually more busy than the thoughts. Be, yeah. yeah it's 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 got it's more interesting let's put it that way it's more interesting than the thoughts because it's got this good and bad and I don't like it and be quiet and you know it's got the manager and the controller and the you know it's assessing everything and it's very active so drop the commentary drop the commentary on the mind so when the ego is triggered back to the breath no in between of the Oh, there we go again. When is the last time that happened? How long was I stuck in that? God, that's terrible. I should stop. Mm. We're in another movie. 
You're not observing. You're in another movie. That's not seeing it. That's playing at seeing it. Mm -hmm. But that's not seeing it. The observer, the watcher, has nothing to say. It's like Mm -hmm. a camera. It will just pick up whatever is going on without comment, without, I like, I don't like, I prefer to focus on a tree than on a focus on a garbage tip. It doesn't know. The camera is just going to pick up whatever it is. It's like that. It's that benign, Mm -hmm. the observer. Okay. Some sometimes. Yeah, it's it's seen that way, um, and I would say the the most um, what shall we say churning thought is um, I want to be in retreat and I don't want to. The world is has no meaning, and I just have no interest, and I don't want to be bothered. With That's it. full of I. Yeah, definitely. They're just a whole load of desires and yeah. aversions, and and they are no more fine or evolved than I. I do want a burger, and I don't want a milkshake, and same, same. Mm. They're just desires. Different product at the end makes no difference. Desire is what's running. So mind can cheat at spiritual stuff. It will use the spiritual material to keep the movie going. And we think it's sophisticated and more evolved and all this stuff. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Watch that one. So when I've, say, like been in a retreat and observing the breath and, you know, watching the screen, it, it does get... What shall we say? I don't know. Quiet. It does get quiet, yeah. yes. And very... Mm. Yes. Yes. Um, but I feel like when I'm around other people, it's... Even when I meditate every day, it's... But when I'm actually interacting with people, it's um, very challenging to... To be quiet, you know. Even I may be physically quiet. I might not be saying a whole lot, but inwardly, it's difficult to be quiet around people who are not quiet, outward who are not outwardly quiet. Because there's judgment going on. Mm, Probably. Mm, That's usually the most potent one. Drop it. (laughs) (laughs) No, I've heard that, not just from you. And uh, it, I don't know, it didn't obviously understand what it means, yes. but it hasn't yes. registered, you know? Yes. Yes. Um. The mind is fooling you. Mm-hmm. It's thinking. It, has, it seems like mind has this grading system that, oh, quiet is better than yapping all the time. Yes, and definitely. with all these structures of what's more spiritual or Definitely. good than, than what's not. Throw them all out, it's a load of rubbish. <laughs> it's a load of rubbish, that. Nothing is better, it's duality, it's just judgment, it's nothing. It's nothing. So give a look for that, the, the, the judgment of what's good and what's bad. Mm-hmm. There is nothing good and nothing bad. Really there isn't. Mm. Really there isn't. Not at this level. 
It's not about good and bad and right and wrong. Okay, intellectually I understand that. Yeah. But <coughs> not. Okay. Or maybe intellectually I don't understand that. <laughs> <laughs> there's a piece of me that's like, oh, yes. And there's another piece that's like, mm. Okay. Mm. Okay. The, the only step that you can take when it's like this, when it's that kind of incessant and you're not really seeing it and you, you, you're trying to find it. Mm-hmm. The second that you see that you're running the good-bad judgment story in your head, that's when you've got the window of opportunity. It's only when you see it. Mm-hmm. It's only then that you can act on it. If you don't see it, you can't do anything about it. So don't worry about it. But when you do see it, it's like, whoa, I'm in the right and wrong thing again. Mm-hmm. Or the good and the bad or the better and the worse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm in that again. Okay, the breath. It, don't work it out. Don't, but it is, but don't continue. The second that you see it, get out of it. Mm-hmm. Don't resolve it and then get out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do you know? That's not getting out there. Mine do that too. <laughs> Do you know? Yes. <laughs> so drop, like drop is like instant, instant mm-hmm. drop. Mm-hmm. So whenever you see that you're doing the right, wrong, the good, the bad, that's what you're going after. Because mind is thinking it's observing, but it's actually just judging. Yes. Okay. So the second that you you smell a judgment, it's like, whoa, out of here, out of here, breath. That's it, breath. Stay at the breath. In, out, in, out, and something else will happen and life continues. Okay? Let's just go after that one thing and see how you do. Okay. I can, I can do that. And also, do you have any other suggestions? Do you, do you ever do self-inquiry yourself? Are no. Are you familiar? Okay. Not now. Well, I, I, I did. You did? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, when doing that... Um, Is there another way to go about it so that hmm. <laughs> I'm contradicting myself. I was going to say so that there's progress or whatever, and obviously that would be contradictory. So yeah, a yeah. Better, different way of doing. Huh? Yeah. There's no no. Yeah, it's contradictory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you did you find that fruitful? Yeah. Okay. But I was observing for several years before I did it. Oh, okay. Several years before I got this. Who? Of course. Who? And I just used to say, say who? You know? Who? Like, the second there was a, whoa, running, a, and I thought, who? And I, something would drop down again. Maybe 60, 70% of the time that it would open up. And then it became 100% of the time. That just saying who, that it, the whole show stopped. Do you know? Could you say more about the dropping down? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's that simple. It's that simple of just... I, it, dropping made sense to me because I, I came through the energy path. Do, do you know? Mm-hmm. So it felt like my head is here, my gut is here. You know, when I'm in my head, I'm up here, physically mm-hmm. up inside my skull. So, so... So somewhere underneath it, and I used to get this image a lot of like, like I was this little matchstick woman, and then I would drop from the, the, the brain or the pituitary or something that's in there in the middle and just drop, thunk, down my spinal column. It was like 
Before I heard of Ramana Maharshi and the Who Am I, this is what I used to do. Because I kind of found a, a self-inquiry little game, you know? Um, so I used to, this matchstick woman was Jack and whoo, down to the bottom of the spinal column. And then she would just break up. She would just dissolve. Gone. Just dissolve left and right. Gone. This Same is, self-inquiry. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of, instead of dropping, it's sort of like going in all directions? Yeah, to right? dissolve. Yeah. It's about the nothing. Okay. Yeah, go in all directions, yeah. Same, same. Okay. Yeah. I think I know what dropping is. Okay, great, great, <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Okay. <laughs>